0: This is the falcon twin podcast from FalconTwin.com. i'm brendan and this is commentary for pages 377 to 381 in the middle of october where it's finally starting to turn to be autumn in san diego which i always like far better than the summer page 377 night on the town so here we have the establishing shot of this large hall that they're using for having the the feast where they're going to celebrate mika and this is a big sort of civic center area so they probably have a lot of events here I've been kind of disappointed with the backgrounds in this entire scene mainly because I have not been able to convey the idea of a big sort of open area hall that's it, very large and has probably a couple hundred people in it and you know part of that is just because I'm so sick of doing the comic that I can't really convince myself to do the backgrounds part of it it's just that it's hard to draw anyway here we see the people walking in it's a cloudy day snow's falling it's probably early in the afternoon that you're seeing this here. And up comes the mayor to greet Mika and just about calls her Lady egg again, but manages to rescue it and makes note of the fact that, you know, again, they were going to have the event anyway, whether or not Mika was going to show up. And then uh, tells her where to go. And Mika just says thank you. And, you know, you get to see the the new dress. It was at least an opportunity to get her out of the same old stuff that she's been wearing for hundreds of pages. And even though the scene is only going to last so long before she's back into her normal clothing, at least this was an opportunity to... changed it up a little bit and have something interesting to see, and also it was kind of a fun design, too, and, you know, and it does show that she can look all right if she gets uh, dressed up reasonably well and and gets dolled up, and Tresca, you don't really get to see Tresca's outfit mainly because I just never really planned one, and so in a couple of pages when you do see it, it's just something I threw together. I just decided, well, I'll just do a sort of simple black dress. And that's really about it for the the page here, page 377. On to page 378, looks like I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue. That's, of course, a reference to the movie Airplane, I believe. I don't remember if it was Airplane or Airplane 2, or both, I think, actually. Lloyd Bridges did it in. So Mika looks over, takes note of the bar, which, of course, you don't see because, frankly, I didn't feel like drawing it, and announces that she's going to go get something to drink. Tresca's going to go sit down. Again, you still can't see Tresca's dress. And Mika sits down at the bar... Orders some red wine, which tells you a little bit about her state of mind. And then you have this unannounced voice coming in from the side and talking to Mika. And you know Mika responds to it without even really looking, so she knows who it is, but it isn't until the next panel that you see. There's Evan, and he hands her the wine. Originally the scene was going to be somewhat different. Mika was going to go up to the bar, and then instead of Evan arriving, it was going to be Sydney. And they were going to exchange words and possibly fight, possibly not, possibly you know be about to fight, and then maybe Evan and someone else would separate them. But I sort of decided against that, mainly because there wasn't really you know, a story point that needed to be told. It was just an opportunity to have them kind of hiss at each other a little bit. And there wasn't really any benefit to it. And also, if I was going to do you know, a big confrontation and then a fight, it was going to be something that was going to take a long time, and by this time I was more than fed up enough with the comic that I didn't really feel like doing that. So I decided to make this just a, a short little scene where Evan basically settles things with Mika a little bit and apologizes for his behavior because, you know, he wants to do the right thing. And this is, you know, part of his position in the church is to be, you know, a big enough man to say, look, it wasn't appropriate for me to snap at you. And so, you know, I'm not going to do it again, which is on the next page. I don't know why I'm talking about it here. Anyway, Mika gets her wine, which is 79 vintage. So it's, it's a fairly old glass of wine, and it's probably extremely good. And, of course, Mika not being familiar enough with wine to know I mean, you could have given her just about any red wine, and she would have been fine with it. Page 379, message for you, sir. Reference the Monty Python. And so, anyway, here's where Evan does his little apology. And the backgrounds here are just terrible. I'm looking at him now, the vague sort of person-like figures in the background without any facial features or anything at all. And so Evan, anyway, says that you know he still thinks that what she did was wrong, because he does, um, but he admits that he handled it sort of poorly. And, you know, given that he has been in a lot of fights and has been through a lot of this stuff, you know, he's, he's there for Mika if she wants to talk to him. Whether she would or not is you know remains to be seen. And so anyway, instead of the scene going on to the big confrontation with Sydney and, you know, potentially a screaming match or a fight that spilled out into the street or something like that, we just have Evan getting a notice from a mysterious person who Evan recognizes, as you can kind of tell from his reaction. He says, oh, hey. And the other person, you know, asks him to, to go out and talk. Evan goes to talk to him and you can sort of tell by his reaction that he's hesitating for just a second but he realizes that it's kind of important so he says yeah sure thing and Mika doesn't recognize this person at all which is part of the reason that it's not even any point in showing him because Mika doesn't know who he is so you know it could be anyone and so Evan tells Mika to get seated and she just kind of cocks an eyebrow because she knows that it's something important but he's not telling her so she doesn't really know what to make of that but anyway she's going to go and sit down and, and have dinner And so we go to page 380, toasty, cut to after dinner, as I've done several times in the last 100 pages or so, a close-up shot of a plate of food, whether consumed or not. And there's Mika sitting back and relaxing. And there was actually a line in the script, which of course didn't come through in the comic, where Mika expresses kind of annoyance that she had picked a dress like the one that she has so that she couldn't just kind of let it all hang out and relax. And she still has to kind of tuck her tummy in a little bit because she's really full, but she doesn't want to, you know, stick her belly out, so she doesn't. And the chair looks terrible, absolutely terrible. There's a big fireplace supposed to be behind her, which you can kind of see off to the side of the panel in a couple of, I guess only on the fourth panel here. But that's, you know, the the big head of the, the room at the far end from where you were looking when you see the first page of this scene is, you know, there's a giant fire and everything, and so that's where Mika's sitting with the chair back to that. And there's the mayor sucking up to Mika again. Doesn't really want anything from her, but he just wants her to not kill him or anything and be pleased with him why i don't know i guess that's just what he feels he should be doing and in the one two three four five fifth panel you can see tresca's hair and her eating there just a little bit just to kind of indicate where they are all spatially because doing wide shots to show where people are in relation to each other is hard and i'm too lazy and i don't feel like doing it and again when when the mayor is sucking up to mika a little bit here in the fifth panel you can see that mika's reaction on the next panel is kind of annoyance because she's tired of it, but at least this time it wasn't as over the top as it was in his office. So he calls this Toast. You can see, this is about the only background that's any good actually, is the seventh panel where there's not enough visible to see how bad it looks. And so the guy Toast Mika, page 381, Graceless Under Fire, Dromsdegad is kind of like slancha or something, or I think it's Smaczniego in Polish, if I'm not mistaken, I've probably forgotten that, that was a while back. But anyways, you know, every culture and every language seems to have a little thing that they say whenever they do a toast, whether it's cheers or you know, slancha or whatever. And so drums they got is what they say in Near Tendra. And so then they start demanding a speech, which, of course, causes Mika's jaw to drop. Tresca looks on kind of sympathetically, and there's that little black dress that you can see. Nothing too fancy. But actually, I think it wound up looking good on her, and I think that Tresca would look good in a simple black dress with a little tiny necklace thing on. So I think that works fine. Mika stands up kind of hesitantly and and doesn't really have much to say because she wasn't really prepared for it. When you think about it, I mean, you would think that it would be a smart thing to do to be prepared to give a speech or at least just say a few words, but she wasn't. And so she just kind of blurts out something. And the crowd was really thrilled that she said anything at all. So they're happy about it. But of course, Mika recognizes that she didn't really have anything of value or importance to say. And so she immediately starts beating herself up, regardless of how the crowd is reacting and then kind of ends the scene unhappy, as she does so many scenes in Falcon Twin. And so, well, that was fast. Okay, so anyway, I guess that's it for this commentary here. For people who haven't been listening to Virgin Worlds, I did a co-hosted a show with Brent last week about the top 10 MMOs of the last 10 years. It's a two-parter show, kind of like Top of the Pods, except not. Anyway, we covered the bottom five this week, and then the top five are going to be next week. And I'm sure some people are going to be pissed off that World of Warcraft wasn't number one, but there you go. And so if you want to hear who the other ones were and where exactly WoW fit in, you can go find that at virginworlds.com. Also, actually, for those of you who do play WoW and want to play the Burning Crusade when it comes out, Brent is running a contest where if you send in a little poem or, say, an audio file or something like that, if you doing something of interest to explain why you should be winning the Burning Crusade, you can enter that and you know if there's only a few entries then you have a pretty good chance of winning and Brent will ship you a free copy of The Burning Crusade if you do win. And let's see also follow up to the last podcast where I was talking about the Sansa E250. Yeah, it's still not all that great. I was not too happy with it. The play button seems to be behaving itself a little bit better, but I will say this and if you read the front page you probably already know this, but go get an iAudio U3 instead if you're thinking about the Sansa because it's better in just about every way. And if you suck up to me enough, maybe I'll post a list of all the different ways that it is better in the forums. But basically, about the only thing that the Sansa has over the iAudio is a bigger screen. And everything else about the iAudio is better. So, iAudio U3 by Cowan America. They make really good players. My last player was from Cowan, the, the U2. And also, actually, just recently I heard that I think PC Mag did a customer satisfaction survey. And in the realm of MP3 players, they came in second right behind Apple. So, if you're in the market for an MP3 player, I would recommend the iAudio U3. I've been pretty happy with it so far, and that's about all I have to say today. So, if you have questions or comments, you can email them to me via the link on the homepage. You can use the Send Me an Audio button on the podcast page to leave me a voicemail, or you can post something on the forums. Some of the music provided tonight was from the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com. So there.